if you could work anywhere in the world, where would you go? Nowhere. <laughs> and, the dude, and the dude laughing back there is clearly like one of, it's never even crossed my mind. It's never been there, it's never gonna be there. It's, I don't wanna work anywhere. Like, I just don't have that ability in me to think that somebody else is gonna steer my ship. I'm just not interested. And by the way, I don't think that's cool. I don't think I'm cool for that. To be very frank, I wish I didn't even have it. You know how awesome it is to be the number two or three? You get almost all the benefits and you get to blame somebody. <laughs> so the answer is I don't, but I don't think that's a badge of honor. I don't think everybody, right now everybody thinks they need to be an entrepreneur and a founder. Meanwhile, I promise you the following. The number 11 at Facebook, she made a lot more money than everybody in this room combined. Right, like we're not thinking smart. This is back to self-awareness. You need to know who you are. I know who I am. I am a leading CEO, entrepreneur. That's who I am, that's always who I've been. Like at 14 I was telling my dad what we're supposed to do, right, in the liquor store. So my answer to that is nowhere, but I wanna make sure that everybody hears me loud and clear. That doesn't make it cool, that just makes it my truth. You just need to figure out your truth. It's this very hardcore mix of actual humility balanced with ego, but the underlining reason that I've been able to do it pretty consistently for myself and the things I'm involved with is it's all about listening. It's all listening. Like, I talk so much that people don't get it. The only thing I'm actually doing is listening. The reason I'm so good with my community to engage with is because first I'm listening to what you're saying and shit, I'm there, so I might as well say what's up. Right? The reason I took their selfie picture and put it in my Instagram story was first I was listening. And then I gave them daps. Like, I'm constantly listening. And, and for the people that follow my blog, I don't do anything by accident. I'm not spending all my time with, tw- with 30, 40 different emerging Atlanta 19-year-old hip-hop artists for my health. I'm doing it because I believe that there's about to be a run in that scene of the Russes and the Nebus and the things of that skip of the flip. Like I think there'll be culture and I wanna have that association. I wanna taste it. And I, same reason I came here back in 2006, seven and eight. I thought that this Twitter, Instagram thing, these people were gonna build the future. I didn't give a shit about technology. I was, I was like a very weird guy here 10 years ago. Everybody was like, we're gonna save the world and we're gonna, we're gonna build products to make people's lives better. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in my head, I'm like, I'm gonna sell shit. <laughs> you know? And so, and so what I do is just listen. Like even in politics, no matter where I sit on issues, right? I listen, nothing confuses me of what's going on because I listen. It's, I, I know the difference about what's going on in my Chattanooga, Tennessee office versus my LA office. I go into those forums. I pay attention to what's going on on 4chan and Reddit and other places that people don't pay attention to. I look, I'm, me and AJ started a sports agency because I want to know the up and coming athletes of the next generation when they're 16, 17, and 18. I'm patient and I pay attention and I'm not scared to fail. For every Snapchat and Instagram that I've won on, I lost on social cam, right? I lost on Plurk. Remember Plurk 2009 here? Like, you know, like, like, but I'm not scared to do two things. One, spend an ungodly time listening versus thinking I can manifest it myself. And number two, once I have a thought, try things. So for everything I get credit for that I did well, there's 18 things I didn't do well that are forgotten because it doesn't matter. Too. Be careful. How do you balance your work and your life? Oh, we're talking about light work-life balance? Yeah. Communication. 
The end. Like you just gotta figure out who's in, you know, again, back to not giving a crap. I'm not worried about what everybody here thinks about my work-life balance or the way I parent my kids. I worry about what my wife thinks and you know, and the inner circle, the kids are getting a little older. I'm gonna start hearing their feedback pretty soon. Um, and so I think that we are crippling ourselves on parenting and work-life balance and we're judging ourselves and we're all just trying to do the best we can, right? Like this gold standard is ridiculous because it doesn't exist. There's just whatever the current politically correct point of view is, which has historically been wrong on almost every social issue of all time. So for me, by looking at that, I'm just worried about what's happening in my house. So I don't give people a whole lot of advice on this issue because you, your relationship's different. You know what your relationships are. And so I just try and over communicate the end. And some days it's rolling for six months and then it gets tough and like we just, we just try but it's hard to suppress who you are. Like if you're hungry and you're climbing, it's tough to not climb and be hungry. And so you need to be more selfish than you realize because your happiness is the starting point of how it's gonna impact everybody around you. And so you just talk these things through. We've created this world where everybody wins and the truth is barely anybody's winning. Right, there's only a, you know, everybody thinks they're building the next Snapchat or Instagram. Those are, you know, one, two, three companies that have made it happen. So I'm scared, I love it because I'm an entrepreneur and I live the reverse of your life. I got D's and F's, was emotionally sound as shit, making $4,000 a weekend, was a good kid, and everybody told me I was a loser because I wasn't gonna be good at academics. So I'm thrilled that we're not just black and white from the 80s and 90s where school's the only way out, and I, shit, I wish I was growing up in this era because I'd be really doing my thing. At the same token, I think the pendulum has swung too far. Entrepreneurship is very lonely, it's all on your back, It's a ton of pressure, it's all on you, there's nobody to point to. If you fail, everybody you know knows that you failed. That's a tough scarlet letter for the majority of people in it, especially if they're not pure and bred. David, do you know how much I love failing? I fucking love it. I love scarlet letters. I want not only the A, I want fucking to Z because I'm a pure bred entrepreneur and losing is attractive to pure bred entrepreneurs. It's the only way you learn. 100% and it's just, It's the cost of entry to the game. But now you have a ton of people who aren't and they were good A and B students or they'd be great number four or great number 13 or a great project manager, great. But they wanna be a number one that's just a totally different game, it's gray. Shit's gray. So I'm concerned because we're funneling too many kids into it and there'll be a lot of pain that comes along with that because right now I know a ton of 26 year olds with their startup, they've never failed. Their grandfather like was the naming rights of the fucking library that they went to college with, right? They're like cruising but the market, the funny thing about the market, in school, even in college, even in a lot of jobs, like your last name, the family you came from, money can protect you. The market, you launch a product, the market doesn't give a fuck, David. The market doesn't give a fuck what your grandfather did. And that's where people are getting hurt. And there's gonna be a lot of pain in the next two, three, four years whenever this melts. And so I just, I'm, I'm passionate to make sure that we talk about self-awareness and getting to know yourself and what you're good at, not that entrepreneur is the key to success. You know, I think a lot of people here need to go and spend more time with 80 and 90 year olds and ask them what they lived through. Nothing's perfect, we're always gonna have it bad. It's always going to be something. We've always picked on each other for being different. It sucks, so if you're lucky and you don't have that in you, 
I think you do what I'm trying to do, which is be completely, utterly on the offense of positivity because if you're positive and you're happy and you're optimistic, you owe it to each other right now to get louder because the only people that are loud are the people that are upset, right? Negativity's on fire and happy people are clamming up and staying away from it. That's how we stay happy. I went the other way, I'm going right at it, putting it out every single day. That's number one, but we're all wired differently. I'm able to eat shit at scale for the rest of my life. It's why I'm a leader, it's why I'm a company, it's why I put myself out there. If you get fatigued, you need to take yourself out there. It's okay to not be there every day, read every comment. I feel like if I'm not out there all the time that I'm like, Losing people. Yes, you are, but what's what's more interesting? Making $11 million a year and being miserable or making $6 million a year and being decently happy? You're welcome. That's it. 